1: Hey, welcome to another edition of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zamrak. This is episode 157 of the weekly show that keeps you updated as far as what's coming away, as far as remakes, sequels, movies, TV and movie DVD releases, and of course our interview segment. This week, on our interview segment, we have a great guest coming away. We have Lisa Donovan. She was in Clueless, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Night at the Roxbury, the web series in Gale We Trust, and she is starring in the movie. Your Love Never Fails, which comes out on DVD today. Okay, so you might want to check that one out. Elise is going to be joining us in a few minutes. She's a great guest, like I said. So stick around. You're going to love it. And let's see what else we got coming. We got a lot of interesting things coming your way this week as far as uh, remakes and sequels and everything else. So why don't we get right into that? It's coming up next, right here on On Screen and Beyond.
0: <laughs> Keep up and try again.
1: Remake Madness. Well, Terry Gilliam's 1981 classic Time Bandits is headed for a remake, and they say they're planning to make it into a kids' action franchise. In other words, sequel, 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 sequel. Plans are in the works to remake Batman after the next version of the Cape Crusader comes out as the Dark Knight uh, rises. Warner Brothers plans to start over again. They've done this before. We'll see what happens with it. And Disney is planning to remake uh, Agatha Christie's Miss Marple in uh, a character this time set in her 30s and 40s as opposed to these classic uh, Miss Marples. And that's about it for Remake Madness. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to take a look at what's coming away as far as upcoming movies. Next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Upcoming movies, well, it looks like Paramount is working on a film called Earthseed Seed for 2013. It's about a group of teenagers who are sent into space to test out a simulated Earth environment as we prepare to colonize another planet. And Hexum is a film Disney is working on. They have it in development for 2014. It's about an analyst at the CIA who finds out that there's a plot that threatens the world, but no one believes him. And Sony has optioned a film called Sparkle for 2014. It's about three sisters who form a singing group and have to deal with fame and drugs. That's about it for upcoming movies. Next on On Screen and Beyond, we take you down to Sequel City to find out what's coming your way as far as sequels. It's next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Well, Sequel City and Sequel News, it looks like The Expendables 2 has been given a date of August seventeenth, 2012, as far as their release date in theaters. And the sequel to the remake of Piranha called Piranha 3DD, or is it Piranha 3DD? I don't know. Uh, it'll take place at a water park this time. And Leonard Nimoy will supply the voice for Sentinel Prime in Transformers 3. That's it for sequels coming your way at Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to take a look at what's coming your way as far as TV on DVD. It's next. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. TV on DVD, well September 13th you can check out Grey's Anatomy season 7 on DVD and on June 14th you can get the Sci-Fi Channel's show Haven on DVD and Blu-ray and The Secret Life of the American Teenager volume 6 will arrive on DVD on June 7th. That's it for TV on DVD coming up next on On Screen and Beyond. We're going to take a look at what's coming away as far as movies on DVD. It's next right here on On Screen and Beyond. Movies on DVD, well, it looks like September 13th. You can look for The Tempest on DVD. And June 7th, The Company Men lands on DVD. And also on June 7th, just go with it, with Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston as it arrives on DVD and Blu-ray. That's about it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next on On to Beyond, well, we have an interview with Elisa Donovan. Now, Elisa, of course, like I said earlier, she was in uh, Clueless the movie, Clueless the TV show, uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, she was in um, Night at the Roxbury with Will Ferrell, and uh, the web series In Gale We Trust, she's done a lot of great things, she talks about all those things, and she has got a new DVD out today, and it's called Your Love Never Fails, and and you, you got to hear the cast on this, There's Fred Willett is in it, uh, John Schneider and uh, Tom Skerritt and Tracy Gold and all sorts of other people. It's a great film. It's coming up. She's going to talk about that and everything else next right here on On Screen and Beyond. Joining me today on On Screen and Beyond is an actress who is known for her role as Amber in the hit film Clueless, as well as her TV roles in Beverly Hills 90210, Clueless the TV Show, and Sabrina the Teenage Witch. She stars in a new film called Your Love Never Fails, out on DVD, and it's Elisa Donovan. Elisa, how are you doing?
0: Hi, I'm doing superb.
1: So glad to have you on the show here. (laughs) Your new film that's coming out, uh, or is out, I should say... Tell me a little bit about it, that uh, Your Love Never Fails.
0: Yes, it's a romantic comedy about a woman. I I, I play a woman who is separated from her husband. I kind of leave my Texas very homey life with my he and my daughter, and I take her to New York City to pursue a career. So I develop this very successful career, but have to go back to Texas to... um, deal with the custody battle for my daughter Mm -hmm. and then it turns into the my husband and i reconciling and and uh dealing with all of our past and it's a very 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 sweet movie and i uh i i genuinely had so much fun and everyone is just terrific who's in it it has a phenomenal cast
1: oh yeah i I saw the list and it's like wow
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) i mean it's really chock full of fantastic people and uh they're all really wonderful. I think that Tom Skerritt plays my father, mm-hmm. and he is just, he's not only an extraordinary actor, he just is an incredibly lovely and generous and kind and hilarious Human. He mm-hmm. just is great. It, it's like it really, truly one of the great pleasures of my career thus far yeah. well, to have worked with him.
1: Yeah, and, and you've worked with a lot of different people in, in your career here. But, um, I mean, in this one film, now, correct me if I'm wrong, he, Fred R- Willard is in it.
0: Yes, he plays John, my boss.
1: John Snyder.
0: <laughs> yes, and John Snyder. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and Tom Scarrett And Tracy Gold. Yes. She's
0: wonderful. I had never met her before, and she's just great.
1: Really? You said Fred plays your your boss?
0: Fred Willard plays my boss, yes. And um, so I work at an investment bank, and I'm about to get promoted, and we're in the middle of a big merger. And then, of course, I have to leave to go to Texas Hmm. right when it's all about to go down. And he is the kind of controlling but uh, golf-playing boss who – just doesn't want me to to go. Just is all business, but he's very funny yeah. within that mold. <laughs> yeah.
1: Now, the, like I was saying, that the, these are a lot of veterans. I mean, like I say, you worked with with clueless. You know, you were all uh, I don't want to say beginning your careers, but um, you know, yeah, well, we were, you, yeah, most of you <laughs> were, you know. But uh, so, but this time, there's there's like I say, all these people how did it feel working with like like you say Fred Willard you know he's riot and and uh, all all the other people that are in there
0: yeah it just it was i'm telling you it was such a a, a gift every day to work with these people because they just elevate the, the environment, you know, and uh, and they were all so, such pleasures to work with. I mean, John Schneider is not only one of the most handsome humans, but one of the kindest people you'll ever meet, and, and so fun, and so lighthearted, and, <clears throat> excuse me, Fred is just, he's super sweet also, and so funny. Mm-hmm. So it really feels like you... I mean it's just a joy to get to, to work with these kinds of people and you know Tom is uh, I mean he is just so generous and and wonderful and you know, the movie was really special to me for a lot of reasons and uh, my dad passed a few years ago and the character's name in this movie is Jack and Tom obviously as I said plays my dad and we had this moment when we're sitting at the kitchen table and he's kind of giving me a hard time about why didn't I just send the divorce papers in the first place if it really, mm. if I really wanted a divorce. And he's in a fatherly thing of where he knows what's what's going on and I'm trying to deny it. And we had this moment where I looked at him and I said, what in this way that's in, in the script? I, I went, oh my gosh, this is just what I was like with my own dad. Mm. And he looked at me, and he and he just kind of smiled. And I said, "What again?" When they turned off the cameras, and he said, "You're just like my daughter." And we had this really lovely uh, connection that was really special. It was just great. Wow, I,
1: I've seen different things about the film. Like I say, I haven't had a chance to, to get see a copy yet, but mm-hmm. um, I've seen different things where it's a, they say it's heartwarming. It's a comedy. Uh, is it a comedy or or what?
0: I know it's hard. <laughs> I realized when you asked me what, what it's about, and I said it's a romantic comedy, and then I said it's about a custody battle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't exactly sound like a comedy. It's, I'd say it's all of those things. It's a family drama comedy. I mean, it kind of has all of the elements. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not heavy drama. It's light hearted that that yeah. deals with some some bigger issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know what happens between my husband and I, who's played by Brad Rowe, who happens to be a friend of mine and is also a terrific actor. So we already had great chemistry because we've known each other for years. I mean, we first met, he did an episode of Clueless of the TV show. (laughs) And we've uh, studied together and we've just known each other a long time. And so the the dynamic between the two of us is that kind of where you both get under each other's skin in a funny way kind of thing. Like, you know each other so well and he'll he'll just dig me in just the right way so it's that's kind of where the comedy comes from and also from Fred of
1: course. Yeah. yeah. Now how quick a shoot was this film? How long did it take to film it? Uh,
0: we shot for about three weeks Oh, yeah. and um, so it's pretty quick it's very quick and uh, or 21 days I guess I yeah. get confused with the days yeah so about three weeks to a month.
1: Hmm. And how did you get involved with it in the first place?
0: Well, I have actually worked with the producers many times before, and um, we, we've done a, a couple of films for ABC Family and, uh, that are family comics, and we, they actually, Jeff and Barry, were, we were shooting one of the, the movies for ABC Family, and they knew that I ride horses that I grew up riding. And Barry Barnholtz, who was one of the producers, also rides horses. And I said, we should do a horse movie. And and he said, oh, we want to do a horse movie. And uh, he and Jeff Shank, who's his partner, had been talking about doing that. So this was maybe, you know, they first mentioned it maybe a year ago. And then we worked together again, and they said, let's do it. And then the next thing I knew, they called me up and said, you want to read the script? Let's do it. (laughs) And so it really started as a... You know, based on on them knowing that I ride and that uh, that we we really have a great working relationship, so it was really special in that way too. I mean, what what winds up happening in the way that the the film is is scripted, I, I only get to ride at the very end. Mm-hmm. So it's a you know, it is certainly a horse movie, but I only ride for a little a little portion of the film.
1: Uh, okay, so so you didn't have when they nobody had to say to you, do you ride? And you really don't had then then you you know you just said yes. Exactly, I, do. I didn't
0: have to make it up and say yeah 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 I can ride sure. <laughs> I can do anything. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, I really did not. Well, that was the funny thing because they had never seen me ride, actually. Ah, yeah. So potentially I could have been exaggerating about whether or not I could right. really ride.
1: <laughs> yeah. I've heard that many times. That's why I brought that up.
0: <laughs> yeah, but on the day I, I definitely knew what I was doing. So that was really special, too, to be able to – it's just – it's really special to work with horses because yeah. they're such gentle, enormous Animals, and they're really—they're so delicate, and they're so beautiful on screen. So, it was really great to get to spend time with them too while wow. I'm working.
1: Now, you said you—you've you, ridden for a long time. Did, did you ever do yeah. uh, you know competitions or anything?
0: Oh yes, I grew up doing dressage and eventing. Oh, ah, yeah. so it's a different kind. In in the movie, it's more Western style, but I ride English in the movie, so they we allude to the fact that I did. More English riding, which is what dressage and eventing is, but you don't uh, you don't see that much of it. But yeah, what I did was it's three phases. It's called eventing, mm-hmm. and you do dressage, which is a sort of like a ballet, it, very restrained and pretty, and you're in a ring with letters. And then the second phase is cross country, which is over the river and through the woods, all over jumps, and you're timed, and you it's super super fun. Yeah. And then the third part is Stadium show jumping, where you're in a ring and you have a course to do, and it's also timed, but it's contained within a ring.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Do you ever get hurt doing that?
0: I, you know, we I just this past weekend went home to see my family, and my brother still trains other people and he designs courses, so we're, we're still very much around horses. Uh, and we went to an event, and there were some some really scary accidents. But it, it made me think of I never got really hurt. But I certainly got thrown off multiple times. I and mean, I think I was a gymnast too when I was a kid, so I think I learned how to fall. <laughs> so I never really got hurt, but I certainly got thrown off a number of times.
1: A few bumps and bruises. Huh?
0: <laughs> yeah, so bumps and bruises, but nothing broken.
1: Oh, that's good. Um, but uh, back to the film... Um, now you say you've worked with these. Uh, it was, was it the producers you've worked with before? You said, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, w- w- are these the shows that you did for uh, the the Christmas shows, the Dog Who Saved Christmas? Ones? Yes, exactly.
0: Ah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, you...
0: and Jeff Shank, who is one of the producers, was at a company, a, a, a studio called Regent years ago, and that's how we first met. And I did a movie for them. In oh gosh, I can't I can't remember now. Probably. Um, maybe 2000 or so, I think, 99, yeah, 99, 98, something like that. So I've known him a long time. Uh-huh, yeah. And uh, we've done a couple of other movies together, too, before the, the Dog Christmas movies.
1: Yeah. Now, you've done uh, you've done The Dog Who Saved Christmas and The, and the Dog Who Saved Christmas Vacation. Now, is yes. there any chance of any more savings
0: here? <laughs> yes, we just saved Halloween. Oh, okay. So it's going to For next <laughs> we finished shooting that in... Um, in January. Wow. So it should be, it should be out this, this Halloween.
1: Hmm. So is it
0: difficult? <laughs> yeah, working? we're looking, we're saying, why can't we the dog save, you know, uh, Christmas vacation in Fiji or something? <laughs> yeah, like, let's go sense. somewhere, or Paris, <laughs> you
1: know? <laughs> oh, maybe coming down the line, who knows?
0: <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: hmm. Now, uh, as far as the film, it's straight to video.
0: No, it premiered. On, oh, we, oh, sorry. Which one? The the Valentine. This this movie, uh, Your you Love Do, Never yeah. Fails. Yeah. We it premiered on the Hallmark Channel.
1: Oh, okay, yeah.
0: For Valentine's Day, and did extremely well, which we were all very very happy about. And now the the DVD is a longer version, I believe. It's a bit, I think, just just by a few minutes, and. Uh, so it's a little bit different than than the television version.
1: Ah. Now, I noticed uh, on your website that uh, one of your earlier, uh, you know, blips that you had on of things that you were doing, it was called different uh, different, different title at one time, right? Yes, Something this movie was Valentine's? called a
0: Valentine's date. On on television, it's called a Valentine's date, ah, okay. and then the DVD is Your Love Never Fails. I'm not sure why. Why well, that is, but that that happens often. Oh yeah, I know. But I'm I'm not sure what the reasoning is behind it. I yeah, I don't know.
1: As far as as acting in general, uh, did you always want to be an actress?
0: I did from from the time I was seven in first grade. I did a play in in the first grade, a western play where I played a man. I played the bad guy. Oh really? And I just yeah, and I remember <laughs> I had to wear this fake mustache. It was completely absurd. But really, really fun. And I remember saying to my mom, I, I, I didn't understand that you could do it for a living. I didn't, you know, I grew up on, on Long Island in New York, and no one in my family is in the entertainment business. So I didn't really understand that you could make a career of it. But I kept doing, I started studying when I was really young, just, and, and doing theater and taking classes and things. Probably I started when I was about 11, But I didn't get into the business until I was in high school, or Ah. just out of high school.
1: Yeah. Do you remember what your very first paid role was?
0: I do. I had to do a commercial. It was a regional commercial. It was for a steakhouse or something in New York, and I was a vegetarian for 23 years. I just started eating meat a year ago. So I was a very strict vegetarian, and I had to carry this plate of steak all day. I will never forget it. And had to bring it over to a table. I can't remember what I had to say, but I distinctly remember that I had to carry that steak around all day and do it like a hundred times. And I thought, if this is what my career is going to look like, I don't know if I can do this.
1: (laughs) Did you find out when the commercial was going to play and you got all your friends yes. together? And yes, and told everybody
0: and... to watch it and all of that. Yep, yeah. yep. <laughs> but, yeah, and then the first television job I did was a soap opera called Loving. Oh, that really? also shot in New York, yep, that I just did a couple of days on.
1: Oh, okay, because I'm looking here, I have Blossom written down here. Is when
0: oh, yes, well, that was my first job in, in L.A. Oh. So when I moved to L.A., that was my first real you know, prime time
1: job. Right around there, uh, you must have been starting your production on, on uh, Clueless,
0: right? Yes. Yeah, so what, what happened was I was cast in Blossom to play Joey Lawrence's girlfriend, and we had such a great time, and it was just supposed to be one episode. And then they hired me back, and they made me a recurring character. And so I did a couple of episodes, and then at the right at the same time I got the movie, Of Clueless, so I had to. I wasn't contracted to do Blossom. You know, it was just each show was an individual thing. So I had to leave and do the movie. Ah, okay. They were kind of at the same time. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: So working on on Clueless. Now you say you got the part. Is it that's another one that you auditioned for to get it?
0: Oh my goodness! Yes, Clueless. Yes, (laughs) I remember I had to. Uh, it's so terrifying when you think about I just had, was at paramount yesterday for uh, an appointment and it just I, I thought about the first time that I was there which was for the audition for the movie of clueless but mm-hmm. you know at that time you go through so many steps until you actually get the job yeah because I hadn't really done very much and sometimes you still have to go through all these steps but at that time you know I think it was maybe three or four auditions before I got to the studio and met Scott Rudin and Amy Heckerling and all the producers. And I remember walking across the lot and I just thought, I I think I might have a heart attack. I was so nervous. (laughs) I just (laughs) didn't know how. I mean, I remember the room, Scott's office, everything. I was so, so nervous. And I was flying home to see my, my family and they lived on Long Island at the time. And I think the call – right, that – I was supposed to leave, and then I got this, the the final call again to go in. So I had to change my flight, and I was, it was so hectic. And then when I got home, I got the call that I got the job, and I was so ecstatic. I'm sure. I oh, gosh. I was so happy. <laughs> yeah.
1: Was that a fun film to work on?
0: <laughs> oh, it was really fun, yeah. I mean, because working with everybody, you know, when you're all around the same age, and it's just – so much fun crazy long hours but but we had a great time yeah. Everybody was so talented and, and really, really fun.
1: Now, now the character you just played, Amber, is that one of those roles where you say to yourself, I want that role, i got to have that <laughs> role, or were you just in general going for any part, or how did that it's work? It's
0: definitely a role that I read, and I said, oh, I know exactly who this person is. <laughs> and it's so funny, whenever that happens, is usually when you get the job. You know, we, as, as an actor, you think and you and you basically can play any role i believe but there are always going to be ones that that resonate more with you or that you have some connection with or association to and she was one that i knew immediately and because i was i based her on several girls that i went to high school with so i (laughs) and they weren't friends of mine so it was almost (laughs) sort of like my my you know little private revenge against them (laughs) <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I knew right away uh, who she was
1: Now, when you, when you go to a class reunion and you see these people <laughs> th- Do you think they ever saw the film and then said, that was me?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think so I think then, then they just suddenly I mean, when I did go to my 10-year high school reunion Everyone was, you know, all of those people mm-hmm. who, who were not my friends yeah. you know, suddenly want to be your friend. Right, yeah. Now because, because you're on TV. <laughs> it's very funny. Huh? Jeez. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage all the way to the We Just Hit a Million Orders stage. No matter what stage you're in shopify's there to help you grow. sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify dot com slash special offer all lowercase. that's shopify dot com slash special offer
1: now, now right after that was released now now you're on beverly hills nine zero two one oh yes how did that yeah. come about?
0: <laughs> it was a <laughs> I mean it was like bang bang bang
1: you were you it, were
0: busy. It was it was a oh, whirlwind a couple of years there. Well, what happened was I had screen tested for that show the year prior and it was myself and Tiffany Ambertheason. So mm-hmm. Tiffany was cast obviously and then a year later, this role came up, and Aaron Spelling—it was a really loyal man. He—he he was very good to me, and and um, you know, always said, "Oh, we're going to find something for her." And you think everyone says that, but you don't really know if that's right, ever yeah. going to happen. Yeah. And um, he did. So I went in, and they—I I certainly had to audition and go through the whole painstaking process <laughs> again several times. And uh, but that's and that's how that. Came about. And it was so I actually missed the premiere of Clueless of the movie because I was shooting that show. So they, it was very funny. They sent a limo to the 90210 sound stages where we were shooting. And and (laughs) everyone, I remember all the, you know, the cast being like, why are they sending her a limo? Like, who is she? What's going on? We thought she was just doing a couple episodes. Like, who is this girl? It was very funny. But I, I we had this big premiere on the beach in Malibu and um I got there, you know, three quarters of the way through the movie. It was almost over Aww. because I was working, but it was a good reason to miss it.
1: Yeah. But that's too bad. Gee, I mean your first big movie like that. And of course you didn't know. know it was gonna be huge, but I mean you know.
0: I know. I did. I was so torn and, and and disappointed but went, Well, you know, there'll be more.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now, what about Night at the Roxbury? Here you are acting with uh, Will Farrell.
0: Oh my gosh! They—he is one of, also one of the kindest, genuine, genuinely good human beings, and so hilarious every day. Because I was, I was shooting the, the the TV series of Clueless at the same time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So there were some days where I would go from one to the other and work um, virtually 24 hours. It was a, it was really crazy. Okay. I was so tired. And, you know, when you reach that point when of exhaustion and you're a little delirious, Will and Chris would just make me laugh so hard where you can't, you just can't breathe. And, you, you know, crying because you're laughing so hard. They just would do the silliest, funniest things. And, uh... It was it was a total joy to work with both of them
1: now when you're when you're on the set with them I, I know everybody's trying to be professional and everything but do, are there ever points where they're trying to make you screw oh, up your lines
0: absolutely <laughs> where they're trying to make you laugh without a doubt all the time and they do it to each other too you yeah. know so it really does uh, it just adds to to, to the 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 depth of the comedy, mm-hmm. generally. You know, a lot of times they will wind up using things when, when people improv like that. Yeah. But they uh, they would essentially do it to each other. And uh, it, it was very... Bloody. yeah. There were some points when I would say, uh, you guys can't... You know, when, when you shoot what's called your coverage when the camera's on on me for example mm-hmm. they're, they're standing behind the camera and I would say you have to turn around I can't look at you because I can't <laughs> you're making me laugh <laughs> yeah, yeah. and it's 3 o'clock in the morning and I'm exhausted oh, You know. Geez.
1: and now you say you were making the, the Clueless TV show at the same time did you know after you finished the movie Clueless that there was a possibility they were going to make it into a TV show at that time
0: no I didn't know until let me see I guess the movie came out over the summer, I think. So I guess I guess probably shortly thereafter, maybe 6 months or so. Mm-hmm. They had uh, I think we shot the pilot in the the following spring. I don't think there was a whole year in between. So Amy just called, you know, called me up and said I have a script for the show and I let's just sit and read it and she had a bunch of us come to her office and we just read through a draft of the script and then she called me that was so I mean it's so nice when when you're offered something like that so I remember her calling me and saying we're doing it and we want you to to do the show and I thought oh my god what a relief you know you don't have to go through that it's so hard the audition and screen testing process it's just it's it's not geared towards Making you do your best work because you're so nervous and there's so much pressure. So to to just be able to walk right into something was just wonderful. Yes. It was now, great.
1: And being on the TV show, did you get a chance to expand the character more than than very like, much? Just the so film? yeah,
0: that's also why it was why it was really fun because you know in the movie, I always find it so strange that people still recognize me from that or talk to me about that because. You know, my part is the smallest of all the the characters, really. I think mm-hmm. in the movie, yeah. and but for whatever reason, it's very memorable. <laughs> but the with the TV show, we really got to flesh her out and make her really the nemesis, mm-hmm. and then travel through, and then make her become friends with them. And you know, I have had a whole trajectory that was really great. That, that's the thing that's really nice about television. A, a lot of times it's hard because you're doing so many things so quickly and you don't have as much time, you right. know, the luxury of time that you do with film. But the great thing is that you get to do something new all the time so your character is constantly evolving and in new situations.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and, and this was just a, a one show thing that you did uh, on Just Shoot Me, but I noticed the yeah. character you played was Amber. Was, I know, it's not strange? <laughs> was, it, was that sort of an inside joke
0: thing? Or? No, it wasn't an inside joke at all. It was just I auditioned for it and was cast in it. it was no, There was no inside joke. I mean, that was the character's name. <laughs>
1: okay, I, yeah, yeah, you see that and you wonder, okay, what are they doing here? Are they making you know, <laughs> a reference? <Right. laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, and, and then, of, of course, you were, for quite a few years you were on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yes. So do you enjoy doing um, serial TV?
0: I really do It's it's a Like shooting Clueless was a lot harder In terms of the scheduling Because we Shot it in Single camera it's called So you, yeah. you work hours that are more like A movie Whereas Sabrina was kind of a hybrid So Mondays and Tuesdays we would rehearse And do table reads and then do a network run through And it was just Wednesday Through Friday That you shoot like a film So the, the good thing about that is that you you only, you know, you only need to be there when you're in the scenes. Yeah. But, uh, but you're still working really long, you know, 12 to 15 hour days on those long days. Wow. Jeez. But it's so great because you become like family. You know, I just saw Melissa a couple of weeks ago and we don't uh, we don't see each other all that often, but we, we definitely keep in touch, and we went out for dinner a couple of weeks ago. It, it was so much fun. We just laughed, and, you know, it's... Uh, she's a real good person. Yeah. She's really sweet. Hmm.
1: And you've also done two web series, right? Yes. The Lake and In Gale We Trust.
0: Yes, yeah. and In Gale We Trust is... Uh, oh, I, that's another one, you know, when I say you read something, and you go, oh, I know exactly who that person is. That's exactly what I did with Gail. The show is created by Brent Forrester, who is one of the award-winning writer-producers of The Office, mm-hmm. of the American version of The Office. Yeah. So the humor is a bit of that uh, genre. And he, another, I've really worked with some lovely people in, in the past couple years. He is just... I would I would do anything for that guy he is so kind and so talented and really made the audition process such a pleasure he just is so respectful of your time and and your work and so I went in there and and I read it and I went oh this is my mom but a different version like a sort of little bit crazier version so I just played her yeah. like my version of my mom but bigger a little more comedic and I want to know exactly who this is. And they went, Oh my God, she is exactly the right person. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's great. Jeez.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's really, really fun. We've been having such a good time. But, and we just have incredible guest actors, comedic actors that are phenomenal that come on the show.
1: Yeah. Now, doing a web series as opposed to a TV series, it, it, is there a lot of different. Uh, Things as far as production or anything, or is it? Just, is it really just the same, and it's just how it's presented?
0: Well, you know, we I had the luxury of doing two series that were backed by studios mm-hmm. and or networks, yeah. so you have that structure already, and there's a lot more money involved. You know, some I think a lot of web shows are little kind of renegade shooting and fly by the seat of your pants and get what you can and that sort of thing. Um, but these were definitely more like shooting a television. Show. I mean, you know, I with Gail especially because I'm in every scene. You, I worked, you know, to 14 hour days every day, and so you shoot the same way, but the the episodes are obviously a lot shorter. Yeah. So structurally, the scripts, the the tone and the the energy of them are different because there's more like sketches where you have to accomplish something in a short period of time so the characters generally are very established very quickly
1: mm-hmm, yeah. you
0: know where you just know someone says something and you go oh that's that sort of a guy or now i see what's you know what's going to happen here so the comedy comes out of the the relationships
1: yeah between yeah. us yeah. because more and more you're seeing i mean it used to be you know you'd, you'd hear of a few people that were doing it but now it seems a lot of the guests that i have are Are all doing web series more and more now yeah
0: it's it's... it's really becoming a prevalent uh uh, way to to put great content out there and i think the 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 studio everybody's still kind of trying to figure out how to make it make sense for all parties concerned Mm -hmm. in terms of how to make it financially viable and all sorts of things and I think they're slowly starting to figure that out. And uh, it's just, I mean, for me, i Gail has been a total pleasure. I just, it's, I would love for them to make it a television show because I would be able to do it for more days right. out of the year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and more people would see it. Yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm having a terrific time just doing it as uh, in this way as well yeah, yeah. and you know the, the commitment is less so you're able to get people because they just have to be there for a day or two mm-hmm. you know so if they they can do a lot more stunt casting and things like that if they want to
1: yeah yeah now besides uh, your love never fails do you have and you mentioned holly uh the halloween dog film yeah uh, do you have any other things that are coming out
0: I do, and also another Halloween movie. I seem to be uh, just switching holidays now. Uh-huh. <laughs> I did another Halloween movie for Disney that will be out in October, I believe, or September. I'm not sure which. Called Spooky Buddies, uh-huh. and it's a uh, Disney family comedy. And I just play the mom of one of the kids in uh-huh. the movie. Also has dogs. Also has dogs, <laughs> but puppies. Puppies. Is
1: now, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, you yeah. I only
0: mo- do holiday movies and movies with animals. Animals. That's it.
1: <laughs> so well, that that's great. Um, now uh, you know, uh, I, I have two more questions just to finish yes. up. What is your favorite TV shows of all time? Not necessarily ones you were in, but shows that you enjoy.
0: Watching. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, of all time. I see the Cosby show is pretty great. Yeah. And um, I love Dirty Rock right now. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And let me think of, gosh, what did I watch? Laverne and Shirley used to be really one of my faves. Classic. And Seinfeld. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What about films? What's your favorite films?
0: Uh, Oh. Shawshank Redemption, I love. Good film. Yeah. I love, I love It's a Wonderful if I make my family watch it every year. They mm. fall asleep every year, but I make <laughs> them watch it anyway. It's like my, my Christmas. Tradition. <laughs> 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 and, um, I love, there's a movie called Heart and Souls. Do you know this movie? Heart and Souls. Robert Downey Ro- Jr. Robert
1: Downey Jr., yeah, where he's, uh, now, is he, oh. is he dead or is he alive? And he's got ghosts he, following. He's him? He's
0: alive, and he when when he's born, there's a there's an accident with the moment of his birth. So all the people that die in that accident are his guardian angels, basically. Okay, Kira yeah. Sedgwick and Tom Tom Sizemore, Alfred Woodard. I absolutely love this movie. I have watched that so many times, and in the theater too. I saw it like five times. Really? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I in my recently in the last couple of years, I met. The the writer of that film, one of the writers, and he's a friend of a friend, and I went bananas, like, oh, this is my favorite movie of all, and he <laughs> was a little overwhelmed, I think, but I just couldn't believe that I was actually meeting someone that had anything to do with that movie. <laughs> hmm.
1: Yeah, geez. Yeah. Well at least I wanna wish you luck with the film. Your love never fails because it sounds like it's gonna be really good.
0: Yeah, I hope so. I hope people will love it. It's it's really sweet and it's good spirited and and um, just such a great great cast.
1: Yeah, and we will be getting a uh, once I get the copy I will, you know, put our reviews up on there so people can check that out. And what about Great. if people want to keep up with you? Where is there a website or a Facebook or something they can check? Yes, you out on? I
0: have I have a Facebook fan page and I also am on Twitter at Red Donovan. D-D-O-N-O-V-A-N. Okay. And I my website is Elisa All
1: right. Well well thank you so much for taking the time thank to talk you to you us. Thank you so much. Elisa Donovan, what a great guest. So much fun talking with her and uh, finding out about all the, the things she's done, all things she is going to be doing. And, of course, her new film, which is out today, Your Love Never Fails, with a great cast. You want to check that one out. It's a good film. When you're in the mood for a little romantic comedy, that's the one to check out. And uh, if you have a suggestion of a guest you would like to... Um, Have us try to get on the show. Just email it to us at feedback at com. I'll see what I can do. And let's see, what else here? Uh, Like us on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, you can check us out there, and uh, you can like us and keep up to date of what's going on. If you listen to us on iTunes, uh, you can leave a little message up there if you want, uh, rating us or telling us what you like, if you like the show or not. Uh, And you can also, of course, uh, you know, send us a little email just to talk to us if you want, you know. And uh, we'll see uh, what we can do. And uh, why don't you tell a friend, too? Uh, Get uh, more and more people to listen and and hear all the guests we've had. Now, uh, like I say, we have not taken any down since 2007. They're all up there. Listen to the very first people we had on the show. There's so many people like Robert Wagner and Bob Barker and uh cliff robertson and and, and uh, the, the bunch of the brady bunch people and then uh, you know uh, yvonne craig and and it, i just can't even remember them all now it's just there's just so many of them so if you want to hear some great guests go into our rerun section and just go through the list and you can find a lot of great guests find out about what they've done in the past and what they're going to be up to and uh, different things that they've done so uh, i hope you enjoy those and uh, let us know if you like them and uh, let's see what else uh that's about it that's a wrap for this episode of on screen and beyond so till next week when we once again take you on screen and beyond i'm brian zemrak take care <laughs>